Hey everyone, welcome to take two of SDS because now the microphone is set correctly and we can do this all over again. All right, should we start from the beginning? <laughs> wow, you look cold today, Renee. <laughs> Ooh, it is so cold because <laughs> November happened all of a sudden. <laughs> and that is our pre-show banter. So should yeah. we get into right, the yeah. first thing that we're going to yeah, talk about today? All right. So today, um, first thing we want to talk about is what everyone is on everyone's mind in parkour potentially right now is uh, capstone. Swarm. It's also, by the way, it's capstone. It's not a capstone, as I just said. Uh, capstone. Mm-hmm. Capstone Swarm is coming out in the the end of November this month. November twenty twenty first. And um, I'm actually very excited about it. I'm curious, is this going to be a, um, like, behind a paywall? Can my phone tell me the answer to that? I don't think, I don't think it, I don't think they've made it clear whether it's behind a paywall or not. All of the previous capstones have not been behind a paywall. They've been mm-hmm. free on YouTube. Um, but they actually just did a, a pr- like, a premiere, um, a screening of the film uh, in Brighton, and I think they're going to be having another one somewhere else, if I'm not mistaken. And so, yeah, we have clothing and video November 21st, but nothing about nothing about the actual whether it's behind a paywall. So the video is dropping on the 21st. They also are dropping a clothing line with it. Um, so expectations for this one? I have high, like much higher expectations and maybe i should tamper them a little bit yes yeah. <laughs> um i think like the first if you were listening to our a couple episodes ago you should know just like expect it to be a terrible film and you'll really enjoy it when it comes out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh let's let's if we go back to the first two um so australia was like a cool concept but it wasn't like wasn't my favorite video, you know. Like it wasn't like video of the year for me or anything. Um, How did you feel about Australia? Australia, I liked a lot because it was there was no expectation prior to it. It was just like, oh, like this video is coming out, and then England came out, and I think I had a higher expectation for England, and it mm-hmm. fell a little bit flatter for me. It was still a very good film, but I thought. I liked I liked the original Australia one better than England personally. So the first capstone, I think I had our expectations actually because of the amount of like images they like they did a great job of promoting it in the in the parkour space. Because I, I just you see sometimes people just drop a video. Yeah. And that's it. And you know, people like don't because because if you're trying to play to the algorithm, which I don't think they really are so much. I, I imagine if they got more views on stuff, like they'd be stoked. But it's really like these these videos are people that are like within parkour. You know, it's yeah. th- that's who it's directed for. And yeah, the first one was hyped up quite a bit. Um, there were a lot of bangers, but I just felt like the edit kind of felt like the music choice and stuff kind of fell flat. Uh, whereas it really picked up for for England, and so I, I have like the reverse sort of reaction. <laughs> Whereas uh, Capstone England was like 
had a, a much more hype track. Um, I thought the intro was really cool with like the the rail slide and the, the people. <laughs> the yeah. crowd reaction with Yanis, and then there I, were just some cool, some cool moves and like and more memorable and more unique moves. Not as many like, like some of the bigger like I don't know name. Okay, so here's here's a little exercise. Name name big moments from Capstone Australia. So I got Kadori's weird drop. <laughs> oh, the, I got the, the like double drop. Right? Yeah, like, I got Dom's uh, front. Uh, Kong front pre to the to the box. Yep. Yeah. I got. Uh, is Justin Louis? So yeah. yeah, I'm getting that right. Okay. Uh, Justin Louis like shinning. Yep. That's about all I remember. And like a like a peel out. Someone's like, gonna know, hate there's... me here. Oh, there was a cool thing like they removed a rail for like Brody to do. Yeah. A Kong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple other cool things that aren't like like amazing standout moments but definitely like mm -hmm. like dom did a big dive roll or like he did that side pre to the like where there's like a wall in his face um oh yeah yeah i remember that there's like it, there's, there's just there's not a, as many because I, I just didn't feel them as much whereas yeah. this the england edit england so. england's had had even better athletes. Yeah, that's what I was actually just gonna say too, is like there's just more characters. And that's actually what, um, like, you know, characters as we like to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I think that's actually what's gonna make Swarm even stronger is you look at the athlete list. Yeah, it's strong. Yeah. And it's long. There's yeah. actually a lot of them. Yeah, and well, I think, think about, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, you think about like trying to make a video, like anytime we go and try to vlog or something, if it's just me and you, it's like, oh crap, I have a lot of pressure to do stuff. <laughs> and like, oh, I can't just do like one thing today and be done. But if you go out with like 10 guys to, Somebody's to vlog, gonna find something. If everyone does, if everyone does it, there's at least one thing. You got 10 things in that vlog and it's, it's a vlog now, right? Yeah. So if they got a list of, I think it's like 15 or so athletes on there. So you know, you know. If at least everyone did one banger, then... <laughs> then it's a good video already. Yeah. yeah, but it, I'm sure they're doing more than that. Um, so, yeah, like, a good amount of store is involved with uh, with Swarm, mm -hmm. um, both as athletes and also, like, it, to Toby's on the edit. Yeah. Again, um, like, we've got Tim Champion, like, joining the mix. Brody Pawson, Which is a weird... Dylan Pawson, the, the twin brother. Yeah, so I say Tim's a weird fit for Capstone because I remember who was doing this talk. Was it was it Modus or was it Height Drop that was doing? They were trying to cast like an American Capstone, like oh, one, yeah, who yeah. who would be on it? Yeah, who? Which do you remember what podcast that was on? I don't know. it might have been Store actually. Uh, it, it's one of one it. of the the three other <laughs> podcasts. For <laughs> real, uh, but. But yeah, it's um, they're kind of you know landing on um, different names there, and it was all kind of around this like okay, like big jumpers, people to take impact, people to do, and like yeah, Tim's a big jumper, but he's also just more into like techniques, you know, more more technical challenges, not necessarily like send. He can do send challenges, but he also if he's gonna do a send challenge, he's likely to stick the landing. Well, yeah, so we were talking about this before, but there's, like, Capstone has built a brand around their their identity as being a send 
like vi- like video concept. It's mm-hmm. like there's not you're not going to see the clean stick. You're not going to see you know, actually a ton of clean movement. You're going to see some like big sends, like some like potentially some bails. You know, maybe maybe there's like um, maybe somebody stomping something like a height drop or something, but they're not necessarily doing it like well. They're just taking the impact, and so mm-hmm. I don't know like. It, it it's actually a really unique concept for all these videos because I mean the whole the whole brand is around capstone like the pinnacle movement uh, the pinnacle of our sport of like um, you know we train all these like control things at ground level but capstone is where you really apply like your biggest most sendy stuff mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's a really interesting um, branding to it I also wonder is like you can look at the other capstones like is this where we want parkour to go is the direction of big sends only Um, well I think it's definitely helpful in in that uh, to inspire the push and it actually makes me think of like two recent events so one is me not doing the jump the other week (laughs) where it's like I actually was thinking like oh maybe I should just should have just watched like a whole bunch of of capstone and some of those athletes just just watching athletes actually you know achieve like bigger bigger things to try to like you know basically absorb some of that because i think it is helpful sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's another thing you know on the topic of fear that we (laughs) well it's also because you were trying to do a big cat yeah you can it's very specific to you could watch mm -hmm. a bunch of other guys doing big cat leaves or potentially just trying and failing it and being okay afterwards Yeah. yeah definitely helps uh, but then it reminded me of of uh, that kid Cam that oh. came into the gym <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and it, that's actually like how I kind of justified it. Was we had this kid that came in, and he's like 13 now, and he hasn't done parkour in a while, and he's a sandy kid. Like he, we have like this six foot wall that he like dropped off of on his scooter, just like a couple years ago, just for you know. Just because he could. And he, he's like, you see him and he's got like scrapes and scars all over his shins. And his movement isn't super polished. But he has done classes multiple times here. But anyways, we have this this uh, Tricks for Treats event we're doing. And he decides like mid-run, he just starts looking at the end of our runway at the, what we call like the, the little purple, the little purple wall. Little Purple is a six foot high wall and it is 12 feet away from the runway. And he sent a cat leap at it. And this is level too. This is at the same level. Mind you, up until this point, I think Cam has probably only done a six foot cat leap. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he'd only done a six foot cat leap. So he hits the wall. And one of the problems with some of the gym walls, and you probably find this in other gyms with painted walls, is your feet stick to it more. And so he did jack up his ankle. Like I had to wrap his ankle for him after it like he couldn't walk on it but like he didn't like peel out or anything he just hit it and probably hit it too much on one one foot not just not doing smaller ones before and understanding the impact and i thought about it and i was like i wonder if because i know he's the type of kid that would watch like dom's videos and stuff like that um maybe not his vlogs but like definitely his instagram and he he's the type of kid that just maybe would absorb a lot of this content where it's just people sending big jumps and think like, oh, you just, that's just all you got to do, you know? Because he's probably looking at it like, well, this isn't a stick. 
I just have to make it to the wall. And he did. He made it. It just, it didn't, I don't think he thought about how it would feel when he got there. Yeah. But he just doesn't have the level of experience and understanding of technique to manage that well. And he also just hasn't been doing parkour for the last, like, while now. So, um, yeah, I mean, I felt, I, I was, like, really torn on how to feel about it. It was, like, on the one hand, I was like, whoa, that was such a crazy send. And a lot of people were thinking that. But on the other hand, it was like, this kid should not have been doing this. Like, really definitely should not have been doing this. And, if, in fact, like, if I had known sooner that he was going to try this, I would have tried to talk him out of it. Yeah, totally. Um, so... Yeah, and, and it's kind of like a, a fine balance, right? And, and, and I don't expect people who are involved in Capstone to modify what they're doing with the expectation that they're going to be influencing other people and, and kids because this is Capstone. This is the highest level mm-hmm. of a lot of parkour uh, experience. But it's like, do, should we be, you know, actively, you know, rewarding it or rewarding it as much as we do in our culture right mm. um, well it's 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 split in, in parkour culture right like there's some people that aren't into it and it's fine like if it's not for you it's not for you um i like to see how far people can push things particularly like push like their will to try things because mm. it is i think one thing that uh the capstone style of videos and sort of like the the types of athletes that are inspired from it have started to maybe train and make posts and stuff in ways that they weren't before. It's it's kind of pushed this idea that like we still don't really know how far like some of these jumps and techniques can actually be pushed yeah. or be applied, right? Um, I think the drop thing is getting a little played out or was, you know, played out for a while. But, um, you know, in terms of like, yeah, like how what's the, what it what is actually the biggest running pre that someone could do? You know, we know about like the Olympics. We know about how far someone can do like a running jump into sand and land on their butt. We don't know how far someone can jump and then if there's like a drop to like another roof or a, or a, a wall and if they've trained to be able to deal with the forces upon landing in one way or another. We we you know there's there's still quite a bit of unknown. Um, the other side of it, I guess, is like, you know, someone gets seriously hurt, but I think... Which does happen in Capstone. Yeah. In Swarm, uh, Hazal falls from a significant height onto her side, basically, and dislocated mm-hmm. her elbow. And so she's been recovering for the last few months. I guess, I guess one could argue, though, that that's not really like what I was talking about with like, just like bigger distances and stuff, like she was doing yeah, in the scent drop, but it is challenging like heights. And it, you know, there was, she was basically, it appears from the trailer was doing like two drops. Yeah. And missed on one. On the, on, on yeah, the, on the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it was, I mean, it's pretty incredible to see her going yeah. for that, but at the same time, it's like, well. But it doesn't, it also doesn't seem like she regrets it, you know? In terms of the experience, she seems to be handling her recovery well and everything. So, like, at the end of the day, it's like we talked about this last week where it's like, you know, parkour, when you start doing it at a higher level, it does really become, even at an earlier level too, but particularly the more you do it, it is a a risk endeavor. Like, you're pursuing risk. Yeah. But it, but... 
you don't like even people who get to a high level of movement don't necessarily go to the extreme of risk, right? They don't go to the capstone level, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, you know, you could, you could train really advanced things at ground level and like get really good at that. Um, So that has its, its own sort of risks. I, I like, Again, the, the 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 better you try to get at something, like it always has inherent inherent risks. Like there's I don't know there's there's risks to being a long jumper. Like there is just yeah. the training that goes into it. If you're trying to like break a world record, there's there's risks into like that volume and intensity of training that goes into being the best at something. So, but it's different. It's like a different level of risk. So like okay, so like like based on what a lot of like I'll just throw out some names Matt McCreary is doing really dance like innovative kind of movement at mostly ground level he's not taking the same level of I mean he's of, of course he's, a, he's he's negotiating risk during his practice but he's not dealing with impact or things at the same level of like somebody like Kadori or Dom mm-hmm. I think though one thing I was, I, I know you brought up that as an example, um, but I wouldn't like categorize Matt McCreary as like trying to be the best or even the best him. I think he's more on the path of like expression and creativity yeah, versus but that's like part of being the best of like, well, okay, what but he like, can but like here's like, I don't know, like, well, like what about someone like in Ellis Torhall? Cause that's like different. Different not, path. Yeah, well, yeah, it's different path. It's not exactly ground level, but like he's trying to develop like the hardest flips and tricks that can be done. Um, he he'll, he probably does roof gaps. He's probably done them. I just it just is not something that like stands up in my mind when I think of Ellis Torhal is like you know uh, doing like a a big gap at height or something isn't really something that stands out, but like he. he he probably can. He probably has. Which is like, Ellis Torhall trains specifically for competition lines and runs right? and, mm-hmm. and moves around that. Matt McCreary is doing things that are difficult for him and trying th- and doing things that mo- like other people maybe have never tried before. Yeah. So he's kind of innovating in his own space. But he's not doing things in a way that's necessarily the best runs for competition. He's also not doing things at height or dealing with consequences for like a video part like Capstone either. So, so he still is negotiating risk, but potentially to a lower degree than even Ellis or. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another Dom. example you could bring in is um, you know uh, talking about talk about him all the time, but Daryl Stingley is an example of someone who's like pushing himself to be the best, but not. Um, not taking on or not pursuing, I should say, like this, like choosing not to pursue the same types of risks. And a lot of times it's, it's just because of like what you're naturally good at too. Mm-hmm. Like I know from speaking to him, like he's scared of heights. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm scared of heights. A lot of people are scared of heights. Some people can, <laughs> some people can you know, um, overcome that to an degree. Or some of them just start with like, like some people start with more of a deficit. Like some people start like, you know, in something like parkour, 
being like absolutely terrified of heights. I can't even stand on top of something high versus some people could get into parkour being like, I'm totally comfortable standing on top of stuff high. So like starting to do jumps and things up high is like much easier from that, that starting point. So, so I think a lot of it comes down to, to choice as to like why someone is pursuing being the best in one context and one is the other. Clearly for someone like, like Dom or um, Sam Carter, whatever, it's like it doesn't seem like, you know, the, the idea of, of impact doesn't seem to be a deterrent. The idea of height doesn't seem to be a deterrent. And so they pursue that and probably enjoy it, yeah. <laughs> right? Whereas those things could be deterrents for someone else and they could pursue excellence by some other means. Yeah. We kind of got way off on a tangent here, away from uh, <laughs> the original topic of of Capstone. But I, I want to, I kind of want to go back to okay. the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Please, because please the, do. The trailer we... is amazing. Like this yeah. was the best trailer. Like I'll just say it's the best trailer I've ever seen for a parkour yeah. video. Can I just that 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 shot the the billboard that the spins, rotating billboard? It's like. Because I, I left a comment on the, um, I think on the Instagram post, like that is the, you can't tell, I cannot think of one thing that has had a bigger reaction for me in parkour that I've seen than that. And the final product, I don't know, maybe seeing the drop out of it, because I'm actually curious, do they land on that ledge and then drop into a slide? Like what happens? Like don't, we don't actually know yet. And it's just, it just looks like an action movie. It looks like something that you <laughs> really would does. see. Like I remember um, Store did that Michael Bay film and it looks like something that belongs in that. Like you just have like a bunch of guys and they're like about to like infiltrate a, bu infiltrate a building and that's the starting point. And they're just like friggin' ninjas. And I was like, damn, like you guys thought of this. You filmed it with a drone. Like you did all the things and it's just absolutely insane. Oh, it's beautiful. And I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's a number of other shots in the in the trailer that are like teases of what's yeah. happening that just like are look they look super cinematic and like really incredible yeah. another um, one we pointed out was like the the run-up i think is that is it brody who's doing so I don't it's know who it so is. it's a far drone shot and you just see like this super long run-up into what looks like um I guess like a, Some a crazy an overpass garbage. bridge or something. <laughs> and it's just like, just, I was like, oh man, like you guys are just doing this so well. Like so right, cause that's what I wanna see. I don't even wanna see like the takeoff. Just like that run buildup is like so nice there. There almost could have been, uh, there almost could have been less in this trailer. Like I think there's like a couple, I think no, it actually is no, a bit no. long. Perfect, I like it, I love well, it. Well like it's the idea of like keeping people wanting more and it's like, um, I think it's, it's like with movies. You show too much of the movie but, and then you've seen it. They succeeded. I want to see more. Yeah, like, yeah. I have I to see it now. But I, but I wonder if the final. See, I'm going to go with low, low expectations now because I wonder if the final is going to feel. Because I I got um. It was a lot of impact for me, like watching the trailer, and I wonder if I'm going to have the same impact watching, watching the final yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I kind of know what's about to happen, but maybe I don't. But know. for a lot of it, you don't. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It, it it looks incredible. Anyway, I highly recommend checking out the trailer. Yeah. Um, that was actually a problem for me for just going back to um, the England one. I felt like they gave away too much with photos and videos beforehand that I knew it was going to happen in the, the main thing. Mm -hmm. And it took away a bit. I would have much preferred. It's almost like, you know, when people say like, oh, I don't watch movie trailers anymore. I just go see the film. I wonder if that's going to become a thing in like parkour 
parkour films like later uh, yeah, on. Maybe. It's like I don't want to watch the trailer because they keep showing all the jumps. Well, a lot of the problem with like movie trailers too is that they almost sell it one way and then you watch the the movie and it's like a, they went a whole, totally different direction. Mm-hmm. But they did it like they made it this sexy trailer that would attract a certain type of audience and then mm-hmm. when you watch it you're like this was not for me. <laughs> yeah. Um but I don't think that's necessarily the case for a parkour video, but I do mm-hmm. understand where you're coming from. There, there's one more thing I want to talk about with uh, involving Capstone, which has just been a bit different <laughs> for me as a viewer and someone who views has been viewing parkour for almost 20 years now. Uh, Justin Louie always seems to have a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. How does that make you feel? As a viewer. As you're, allowed a, to, you're allowed to feel however you want as a viewer, by the way. Um, yeah, so, okay, so this, it kind of, I don't know, it just, it kind of blows my mind when I see people, like, under the age of, like, 40, like, smoking. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I, like, I don't know, like, there's been a very successful campaign against cigarette smoking mm-hmm. in general, um, to the point where it's, like, I have no desire to smoke a cigarette, like, there's yeah. no, like, Anyway, so I, that is, first, first of all, is weird, but I was actually, uh, I was in Italy, like, last month, mm-hmm. and a lot of people smoke cigarettes there, <laughs> and it was, it was the same experience, it was, like, so weird seeing, like, how common it is for people to be smoking cigarettes, and you're sitting on a patio next to a table, somebody else smoking cigarettes, and you're just, like, inhaling secondhand smoke, and it's, like, how is this like normalized here? Because in North America, it's not normal anymore. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I think it's just a weird juxtaposition for like, okay, you're like pushing your body in one aspect. And you even got guys like Dom right now who are posting like clips of him doing like what he says, like necessary measures, like working out basically yeah. to stay in shape because you know, he's, he's doing all these crazy things um, or crazy to most people. And, yeah, it's just weird for some because it's extremely unhealthy. <laughs> like it doesn't. Yeah. It's not helping. It's not helping. Like it's not helping. But you can anything argue that, he's doing. that so is a massive jump to yeah, your yeah. shins. Yeah, but here's but, but <laughs> yeah, he didn't intend to land on his shins. But it's like but it's like um, and, you know it's it, you know people's body, people's choice, whatever. Yeah. Um, I get it, and I, I think it is part of like the. Um, Kind of, because he, he, I'm assuming, is one of the masterminds behind Capstone. Yeah. And Capstone, we talked about the brand, about being, uh, like, kind of some of the things in parkour that represents, but it's also very, like, counterculture. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's kind of that side of parkour, where it's like parkour is about rebellion. And, and you know, the, uh, I guess, largely the government has, you know, put on this campaign of in propaganda to end smoking. Yeah. A lot of that is, is uh, actually all of it is government. And so, like, you know, him smoking is just kind of, like, part of maybe what, well, what parkour means. I, I want to, yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. And, <laughs> and yeah, I agree. It's, like, kind of, in, in a sense, I, like, I'm super, I'm fine with him doing it. I don't really care. I think it's weird, like, I think it's weird. It's kind of stupid to smoke cigarettes. But, like, okay, if, like, that's what you want to do, like, yeah, yeah. be yourself. I, it feels like do, a weird... Sorry, it Do feels you. like a weird flex to me because there was like, not in Swarm, but in like their B-Sides video, there's like a shot of him with a probably a cigarette. I don't think it was a joint. 
Um, even if it's a joint, it's not like it like in his mouth and then does a jump. And it's just like, I get, you probably see that in skating all the time. I'm sure you do. I don't watch a lot of skate videos, but I'm sure it's all the time. It's just a weird thing to see in parkour. And I haven't really seen anyone comment on it. He was also like smoking at the premiere. Like there was like a premiere uh, clip and well, I want like to talk, smoking inside. I want to talk about like what it was like in parkour like 12 years ago. Yeah, this would have been like a big friggin' deal. Like everyone would be talking about it. They'd be like, basically the equivalent of like canceled just Well, movie. it was to the point where it's like, people were like against Art of Motion because it was affiliated with Red Bull and Red Bull is not a healthy drink. Yeah. You know, so people yeah. would be like, oh, like Red Bull, we shouldn't be supporting this yeah. event because Red Bull isn't healthy and parkour is all about health. Mm. Um, but actually one thing that I, so, um, I was taking a physiology course in school, uh, sports physiology, and it was basically w one thing that really stood out to me was uh, my professor said, uh, sport is not necessarily equivalent to health. No, like, it's not. like you think of athletes as being healthy because they are physically active and they have these potentially like impressive physiques and they're impre doing impressive things like physically, but they're not necessarily the healthiest people in the world because there, there is wear and tear that happens on their bodies for, for a very variety of reasons. Or maybe, maybe as a defensive lineman, you have to be kind of like fat. <laughs> like you have to be like <laughs> obese potentially just to like, you know, have enough weight to push around to like block the quarterback, you know, whatever. So like, there's things about being an athlete that make that are not necessarily healthy, and so for him to make a decision that I, I'm going to smoke cigarettes, I don't like. I think it, I do still think it's kind of a stupid act. I don't. I don't really believe in smoking cigarettes, and I don't think he looks cool doing it. But if that's who he wants to be. Like, that's fine. I'm not going to also pretend that I don't have, I'm not going to pretend that I have the healthiest lifestyle out mm. there either, right? Like I, I used to, like, essentially be lying to myself. Like, I think when I started parkour and, you know, as short as, like, I don't know, six years ago or something, I thought, like, everything I was doing was, like, equivalent to health, even though I was, like, grinding all the time and, like, training to, like, get as much out of my body as I could and, like, training through injuries and training through, and just, you know, all of that. Which, you know, someone listening to this might be like, well, I don't do that, so therefore I'm still being healthy. And it's like, well, good for you, man. Um, but, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I've just kind of come to, like, peace with it where it's like, no, I've, um, I've definitely taken not, like, years off my life, but, like, time off of... I don't know, enjoyable joints, I guess, <laughs> like from, from some of my like previous behaviors um, and, and current behaviors too. You know, we talked about like uh, we were going to work out today and it was just like, yeah, like working out is damage. Like that's what, that's what lifting weights is. Like you're creating damage and then you're adapting from that damage. That's what doing jumps is. That's what doing like repeated jumps is. Like you actually need to, if you do plyometric exercises, you're doing repeated damage to produce an adaptation so that you can jump further, but there is there is a cost to the damage eventually. <laughs> um, particularly the longer you train, the harder you train for. So um, I'm kind of glad that parkour isn't making a big fuss about it. And that, and well, I think there is a bit of a fuss being made about capstone in general, but it's, it's kind of just been like, um, 
it's been gotten over. Like, like no, I don't hear it as much anymore. I don't see it. I think the vast majority of people who are in parkour culture mm. are in support of Capstone. Yeah. And, and are it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a minority, a small minority that's like, you know, it's, oh, it's not for me. And it's like, okay, cool, it's not for you. But I'm kind of glad that parkour is moving away from like parkour is like a healthy endeavor or like equals health. It can be. It can, it can be healthy in so many ways to do it. But in terms of like that's the goal of parkour or that's like why you should be doing parkour. Um, CrossFit had a similar um, change recently where like they accepted Monster Energy to be a sponsor and that wouldn't have existed in, in CrossFit a long time ago. But it's like you look at the top people in CrossFit and like these people are like definitely taking years off their life and abusing their bodies so that they can be like the fittest on earth, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a bold <laughs> title there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, should we talk about... We should move on to the next topic okay. before we keep going off. So we wanted to talk about um, another film that's going to be coming out. I think it's actually the day after. I'm not going to check. November 22nd. I, I think I should check here. Let's double check here. But this is Hazel, which is a film by... Well, I guess it's being released through the Modus Projects, but um, it's an athlete named Ethan Rudd. And... Uh, Filmed by, and I guess edited by... It's actually November 11th. November 11th. Oof, so, I was wrong. So November so 11th. So that is... Because this is going to come up before then. That is this Friday. Ooh. Coming out Friday. Yeah. And so it was filmed by Noah Heath, North Street Boogie. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's actually behind a paywall. It's yeah. a 10-minute film, and it's going to cost about five, five bucks. U.S. dollars. Um, and I, it's going to also come with like, um, like a, they're calling it like a trial and error kind of like raw edit of like 19 minutes. So mm. it's just going to be probably just like failed attempts and potentially bails and things like that in it. Um, yeah. Thoughts on this one with the tra We just watched the trailer before, uh, filming this. So. Yeah. So, well, I, I had watched it before we were watching it again. Like we watched both again, but it's like. It's such a different uh, feeling from Capstone. It's Capstone, you have, well, different, different uses of cinema, for sure. Like, if you want to talk about it from that uh, standpoint. Uh, you have Capstone on one hand, where I don't even know why I'm comparing them both, but it is like, you know, what we decided to talk about Well, they're both coming today. out soon, and they're yeah. both, they're both notable. Films, yeah. notable films that yeah. are coming out in the community. Yeah. So, so um, we just kind of shift gears down to this thing where we're talking about these big shots and big things to more of like an art piece that if I'm being totally honest, I don't really get um, yet. And I'm not saying that I'm uh, not going to enjoy it and not going to, to view it. It's just, I don't get what it is first. Like you had to tell me to like read the caption to understand what it was about. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. But um, the tra I didn't like the trailer. Um, it, I, I'm hyped on it because people have told me how good it is. And there are people that I trust and that I know it's going to deliver but the trailer under delivered and i think the biggest reason for me was actually because of a lack of frames on certain shots so i was expecting because there's like this photo that noah posted at some point of um midway through a gainer that ethan's doing and it looks absurd like the photo looks absurd i'm like he's gainering like that's that's a gap he's gainering over the stair set 
But on the trailer, it happens at the beginning, and I didn't even notice the first time I watched it. And I, I'm not, you should, I don't think you should have to rewatch trailers to find stuff. If you didn't, if a trailer didn't hype you up the first time, why would you watch it again? I'm watching it to do kind of like due diligence for this, but I didn't even notice it was in it until I watched it again, and then I saw it at the beginning. But they cut it so quickly, and then same with like there's like a role he does before that, and you kind of see what he's about to land on, but then you don't. I needed like two or three more frames of like those slow-mos and that would have been enough. Just, just, just a little edit adjustment. It's one of those things where like someone could go in really quick and be like, I fixed the trailer for, for Hazel because I, I threw in a bit more there. And it was kind of the same throughout the trailer for me where I just felt like they were doing the right thing of not showing like the full completed moves, but they weren't showing quite enough frames. And it's, I guess just, I don't know if anyone part of that project is going to watch this, but I would say like that's the constructive criticism I would give for the next time you do something like this is just just a couple more frames, just so people get a better idea of what they're about to see, and then and then do your cuts. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the film because I actually I, I have I feel like I haven't seen enough from Ethan, and true the first time I ever heard of him was when he was brought onto the Modus Project. I was like, yeah. who's this Who's this kid? And I was like, oh, he's an American kid. That's interesting. So then I started following him and I started watching his stuff and it was blown away how good he is. So mm-hmm. um, he has such a real, such a cool style and he's, um, a, you know, a good mix of like traditional parkour and like really interesting flip style. Um, but, uh, so I'm very interested in watching uh, this film Dylan told us it was really awesome, so I'm like excited about it. I do agree about the trailer, though. The trailer d- definitely fell kind of flat for me, even though they're de- like, if you go back and you kind of like look at each like clip that are in the trailer, you're like, you can kind of break it down. You're like, oh, that looks like it's gonna be cool. Oh, that looks like it's gonna be cool, but it didn't pull me in the way mm-hmm. that the Capstone trailer did. So. And, and it's really e- easy to compare that two, right? Because they're well, it's both. Not, it's not easy. They're totally different. Well, I think, but it, that's what I mean. Is there, it's easy to compare how each of them make you feel. Mm, like you have yeah. like you have Capstone where because um, they were both released around the same time. The trailer, um, Capstone trailer is like like hype, 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 hype the whole time through, and you're just like, ah, oh, I can't wait to watch this. Now I have to see this. And then Hazel is just like, I already know. I'm hyped about it, but then I watch it and I was like, uh, okay, like it just didn't hit the same way. So I'm hoping that like that the full film is going to be um, like come together really, really well, and I'm going to be more excited about it. But yeah, I would say the trailer fell flat for me. But um, I did see like a couple like there's the uh, the picture that you mentioned of the gainer. There's also like a couple other pictures that I saw that Noah posted that look awesome, like really interesting. But uh, I guess I missed it because like I didn't know, I guess I didn't know they were like part of the project. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird because I, I can see this a lot being intentional that maybe they're not trying to, I think it's like age related too. I can see they're both like young men and, and it's like the idea of like putting something out there to sell it and promote it as an artist is always tough to kind of get over that. But at the end of the day, it's like, do you want more people seeing your thing or not? And so you do have to play a game a bit or play the game <laughs> to 
to get people to get people hyped on it yeah. and product. Well, it's part of like <laughs> being your art is you know you want to make sure that it represents the way like your thoughts and experiences and emotions in the way that is authentic. But if you want lots of people to watch it and see it, you also have to cater to that to, to the audience as well. So it's yeah, that's it, that's always an interesting balance, and that's the that's the thing. I mean, you and you and I are looking at this as guys in our mid thirties who came from an era of like you know we didn't we didn't always have smartphones in our pocket that filmed in four K, <laughs> you know, and so. When we have new technology, we're like excited to like have like the best cinematic like like shots and things like that. But then we, you know, but then a lot of like there's this trend that's happening, and I feel like amongst the younger generations in parkour that are like, oh, let's film on a camera from the '90s that's like looks grainy and crappy, just so it has a certain aesthetic that makes it cool, you know? And it's like you weren't even alive during that time, you know? Um, well, I mean, in my, like, because when I was, like, uh, when I was in, in film school, um, it was, like, the idea of, like, Super 8 cameras, where, they, yeah, where yeah. you're just filming in black and white with this thing, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, but it's, like, somebody from that generation would be, like, why are you filming on that? Like, why wouldn't you film on, yeah, like, yeah. the new like technology? My, my, mom, my mom would be, like, I had one of those. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I guess what I'm trying to say though is like, we don't necessarily, like, I don't think I'm going to necessarily get somebody's art who's from like mm -hmm. generations that are younger than me, mm -hmm. you know, I might, you know, I might be able to relate on some level and obviously I can, I can relate on the parkour level, mm -hmm. but well, one of the comparisons, but I'm, I'm a different person yeah. than a lot of these younger kids, I guess what I'm saying. Well, one of the comparisons I made too is on the trailer views. So like Capstone's trailer has over 20 K views right now. Mm. Uh, again, bunch of different athletes, probably a bunch more money and stuff that went into it. Um, also potentially promoted and by like Storer and other yeah, huge the athletes. The Storer rub is really, uh, <laughs> it really injects <laughs> views into something. Um, but like Modus way. has like more, has a lot more actual subscribers. Um, this has like 1.8K views on the trailer from last I checked. And you know, some comments for people are hype, but I just wonder how much better um, it could have done if if the trailer was just a bit more stronger. So like if if the idea for the trailer is that this is like a serious piece and there are some some feelings with it, like it's not just about the parkour, I didn't get that out of the trailer. Like I said, I had to you had to tell me and I had to like read the description to get that. And so I, I think there could have been just a better way to convey that through the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in general, I agree here. It's a, uh, yeah, it's tricky though. Like, I don't, I've, I don't know if they've actually done a piece before like this, to mm -hmm. this extent. So I wonder if they even have that much experience. Yeah. Like, I know Noah's like very artistic guy. Like, you go on his Instagram and it's like a bunch of just like really cool looking mm -hmm. photos. And I just wonder how much experience he does actually have mm -hmm. creating um, like a parkour film piece. Yeah. So the hardest thing about art is is it's uh, extremely difficult to sell and it can it can sell to masses like people can love it or you know you could feel and be renowned by many as being like producing the greatest things and no one sees it. 
And it's well, a tricky thing. It's a tricky thing as an artist too to like again want to take that step to be like, okay, I maybe I need to compromise a bit with my audience to to make it something that they want to see. So I uh, I went to like this Van Gogh exhibit, and I was like, you know, going through it, and I was reading about it, and it's like, oh, he died poor. Yeah. But it wasn't until after he died that his like paintings yeah. sold for millions. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, damn, like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, it, art is so like finicky like that, right? Yeah. Like you might never get the recognition that you that you potentially deserve in your lifetime, but then like y- years, decades later, you might actually finally get like people like de- years or decades after your death, people start to finally be like, wow, that's actually pretty cool. You know, like this yeah. is worth millions of dollars here. Um, yeah, f- very interesting the way art works. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think ultimately what, I, what I, I hope is that like whatever they produce, they're authentic to themselves and they are happy with the end result regardless of how successful it might be, right? Yeah, no, and that's, I, I think, because I get it too, like I've been, like I said, I was I was art school kid, and so like there's there's things I would I would make that would be uncompromising, because mm. people, as you get older, and you start to, you know, want to, you know, make a living of something, the compromises you make are basically trying to make people realize the value in what you're doing. Yeah. And, yeah, sometimes that... And that's it, marketing. That's marketing, and that's and that's making a trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was a pretty good talk today. I think. Yeah. Um, I think we should cut it there. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please leave us a comment if you can think of something we should talk about next week because we are doing these every single week now, and hopefully we got an idea for next. We'll we'll figure something out. It'll be good. But thanks for tuning us tuning in. Subscribe to the channel. Leave us a like. And we'll catch you in the next one.